Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's Thanksgiving Day for the Wildcats, and they are serving up a lot of drama. This is the High School Musical, the musical, the series, the after show. Let's get into it. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, Hey. 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 We already. (laughs) What up, what up, what up? We already dancing and we just got here. So that's what's up. Welcome. 2020 is here. We're back. We're back again. The Wildcats are back. And I just want to say thank you guys for joining us again. As you guys know, I am your host, Jeff Williams, but I am not alone. We got Shay Jones in the house. What up? How are you feeling? Hi, guys. I'm super excited to be back. 2020. And we got like two more episodes after this. I know. I was gonna say we we talking we talking two episodes on this one, and we got two more to go. So yeah. like we got a lot of a lot of drama, a lot of wildcats, a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> a lot of wildcats. But <laughs> there, I feel like there were a lot of wildcats in these last two episodes. But um, as you know, there is someone missing from our group. Leslie is not here. She is not with us today, but she will be back on Tuesday. So um, yeah, she'll be back with us. She's just hanging out with family. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about. In this episode, we are going to be talking about two episodes specifically. We're going to be talking about episode seven, which is Thanksgiving, and episode eight, which is tech rehearsal. And we're just going to go straight down from seven to eight. But first, there was so much to talk about. Like I said, this was a Thanksgiving episode, and they kind of had to break. EJ was happy about it. My guy, he was like, yes, it's Thanksgiving break. And it was, it was kind of funny because like at first when he did, I was like, he really wanted that scene to just end with, with Nene and uh, Ricky because they were having a moment. And he like, yes, it's Thanksgiving break. Let's end this. But yeah, so there was a lot of stuff going on with there. They have a whole party with the whole crew and everything. And then there's drama. There's always drama like there is. So we see Gina going with some drama. But, yeah, there's so much stuff. Mazzaro, Jen, is there love in the air with no, them? Never. <laughs> is, it, is it friendship? What is it? We're going to be talking all that and so much more. But what were your overall thoughts for just seven? So the Thanksgiving episode. Overall, I liked it. I liked the whole choose-a-cool game. I thought that was something I would have done when I was in high school. If I, when I, if I loved something as much as I loved high school musical. If I thought about doing it that way, the only thing I actually own of High School Musical is some Uno cards. <laughs> and I think like a magazine, like that actually legitimately the original cast members yeah. on each Uno deck and the actual magazine that I have, that I still have to this day. And I'm never getting rid of it. I don't blame you. <laughs> but like, I think for me, that's what it, it brought back to me, the nostalgia factor of, oh my gosh, this is why I love this. Mm-hmm. And plus they threw in Lisa, I was like, yes, like you have me. That's what's up. Yeah, I love this episode. I thought it was, thought it was fun. It was took them out of their element it took them literally to go to like a party or whatever party atmosphere with the group and kind of break their whatever walls they had between each other you kind of saw the whole group interacting rather than just the the little um clicks and stuff so that was really cool like i said it kind of brought me back to like my times in high school when we go sleepovers with all your friends and like doing stuff you shouldn't be doing or just like even just having fun it was a good time so it was great to see that kind of a kind of change of pace in this in this episode especially for the series Definitely. So we're gonna start with my guy. As as everybody in the, everybody in the audience knows, we're gonna talk about EJ first because it's EJ all day. 
Mm. <laughs> and yeah, my, let's, get to, let's, get, let's start with the person. Exactly. Let's get to the good stuff. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna start with we're gonna start with my guy EJ because he is so misguided. At this point, my only question every time he talks, I'm just like, why? It's just why. So like. In this episode, we see him going through a new phase in his life where he wants to tell everybody the truth. And he thinks that is going to be a way for him to be his true, authentic self, I guess. What do you think about EJ turning his new leaf? Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, that was the only word I could really think of that described what he was doing. Very stupid. Mm -hmm. Because, sir, just I'm, I'm happy that you're in a confessing mood, I guess. Nobody care how many times you cheated at water polo because then you can get in trouble by whatever um, administrators are part of the water polo league. Yep. Whatever they're they're called as an actual league, whatever you're called. Yep. He could get in trouble because, oh, they like might go back and see what you're doing, and that Mm -hmm. could take points away from you as an athlete. This, that, and the other, sir. I, 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 I get. Okay, this. I think this is what I said to you when we were out there. I love the thought. Mm-hmm. But totally keep it to yourself. Um, <laughs> like the like in the like in the thought was there, but the execution of everything, you should you should stop. Yep. No, I, I'm 100 percent with you on that. Throughout this whole episode, it's just like like I said, why? Like <laughs> you're gonna tell everybody you cheat on Weller Pro. Why? Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're going to go around. You're going to tell Nene, yeah, you cheated, you did this, this, that. Why? Like... Well, what are you? At, what are you gaining? As your ex girlfriend, thank you for telling me, Lisa. I know, <laughs> like, I would appreciate, like, as your ex girlfriend, I would appreciate that information. It wouldn't change anything now, but at least thank you yeah. for telling me because I feel like I deserve to know as your ex, well, as your as your girlfriend who's supposed to be your ex. At least that's a good reason. But like every other thing, like even, everything else, even even when they were playing the game, he's like, "Yeah, I cheated on that answer." First off, when in the world did you have time to cheat on that answer? <laughs> he asked you a quick question, you had to answer. <laughs> like he's like, "I'm sorry, I cheated." Like you, just, you just Why? had your phone on, Why? and you somehow was able to look real quick, or everybody was discussing. He, he was like, "Hey Siri," and then just had Carlos <laughs> take the uh, take the take the question. I'm like, "What did he do? How did he get to answer that quick?" But he was very, very misguided. That is for sure. But do you think, with all this truth being told, and him trying to come out, like come out into the light and just be no, um, not normal, uh, be honest, is this like character growth for him? Do you think he's going to grow from this? No. <laughs> just straight up now. No, I'm sorry. Because you're doing it because you think it's going to get you a reaction instead of genuinely wanting to change. Mm-hmm. That, that's the difference for me. Like, when you genuinely genuinely want to do something, your actions seem genuine and seem sincere. But what you're doing is just throwing everything out there at once, thinking it's going to make people look at you differently, when all they're going to think is, something's wrong with you. Are you, are you okay, sir? <laughs> do we need to have a talk? Yeah, he's he's canceled now too. We, we even got the cancel culture on IG on the show and everything. When he when they said, "Oh my God, no, you're you're like canceled or whatever," it said, "I'm like, who was he? Was he was he an influencer or something?" I thought, "Oh boy, he was just like captain of the water polo team." Why he, he like? He also happened to be very attractive, so I can understand why a lot of Instagram followers are following <laughs> him. I mean, 
in the Instagram culture, social media that we live in. If However, I, if no. I'm on IG and I say, you know what, I cheated, I ran a red light. I hope I don't lose 500 IG followers. No, he lost 675 <laughs> followers that day. What could he be telling these people? <laughs> I was like, you know what? Oh my God, you did that. Unfollow. Like what? I, I really want to know because he started the, in the entire day of like some stories. I'm so yeah. not even just actually on his uh, on his actual feed mm-hmm. on his story. Yep. So in my mind, you started at the beginning of the day talking about Thanksgiving. So from Thanksgiving morning. Like, we were saying, like, 9, 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. So when you got to Ashton's party and you left Ashton's party, you lost 675 people. That was a long day. Apparently. Uh, that was a long day. But uh, another person that, that might have had a long day was Nini. Because we see her kind of in her feelings in this episode, in my opinion. We see her kind of trying to talk to Ricky, trying to see what's going on. And Ricky kind of gives her the cold shoulder because she did it in the episode before. And she's like, oh, well, I'm just trying to talk to you. He kind of puts the cold shoulder. How'd you really feel about the, the Ricky and Nene, like, situation going on? During that scene particularly? Um, yeah, just, like, on through, like, the entire episode. Because, like, you see her um, talk to him when, she, when he has a hat. And they're, like, kind of flirting. And he's like, oh, wait, Gina's here? Gina's with you? How'd you feel about that? Oh, I think Nene is, like, now in a sense, in her, like, her role as the lead in the play, and she's learning to get her confidence back as a performer at the same time. So that's making her be more confident herself, and maybe she's like, okay, so our role that we've been on, me and Ricky, has been shaky. We seem to be better, especially after rehearsal. So maybe this is a time we can reconnect. And then you see, oh, but he came with Gina. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to feel about that, obviously. Should I judge? Because even though... He wants to take a quote break with me, and I just started. Da- I, technically, she didn't really just start dating EJ. It took, yeah. I, I would say it took up some weeks in that month. She was away at camp, <laughs> but I felt in a. I want to say bad because you kind of deserve it. Like you snapped on him. This mm-hmm. is just just a return that's, volley of it. This is my que- That's my next question. Do you think she deserved, or did, did, does she have the right to be jealous or have any type of feeling about Ricky showing attention to Gina? I mean, because then it becomes in play of what they both were doing when she was with EJ. Mm Because he was jealous, obviously. So now it's just her seeing that in reverse. And though she knows she should, like, you know instinctively you should not be jealous because you had another boyfriend. You told him we're not getting back together. You kind of, you have no choice. However, I still have feelings for you that I haven't dealt with, even though, and we still don't have closure whatsoever. Regardless Mm. if I just broke up with EJ, we don't have no closure. We don't have nothing right now because we're not really talking to each other. Yeah. Like, you want to talk to me, but you're avoiding talking to me because we're still in an awkward situation. Now, she she can't get jealous right now. She's the one that literally said it's over. She called him buddy. She's, like, she wants to follow herself. She wants to be on her own. She wants to do her. More power to you. Don't get mad at me if I'm looking at another girl that wants to hang out with me that's showing me some attention. Okay, first of all, that buddy was, like, just an awkward... She doesn't know what to call him, like... <laughs> Are they still friends? Because I think they were friends before they became into who we were, Ricky yeah. and Nini, as a relationship. Mm-hmm. So how, if we're not in a relationship, do are we friends again? Are we still on the fence about what this relationship was going to be like yeah. after the play? But, so and, it was a more of a, maybe I'm going to toss this word out and see what happens. Because I have no other word to use right now. Yeah. And Ricky's defense, though, he's the one that wants it to be farther than just friends and farther than just buddies, for sure. So it's on Nene to figure out what that title is or at least say something like, hey, we need to figure it out. Not just, hey, buddy, because if if you're a guy, you're like, oh, so that's the buddy name that we're just going to roll with? 
boom, boom. I know. Like, <laughs> we got some. We got some in the middle music. No, but no. Seriously, is that? It kind of goes both ways, you know. It does. I think from me, I can understand because it could be because I'm a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like girls. We can be irrational sometimes, yep. especially when it comes to our feelings, because we understand intellectually, we have no reason to be jealous. But that doesn't mean it's not going to be there. That does not mean that emotion won't be there and might come out once in a second to play. Because we don't want to be petty. Mm-hmm. Because we put our own stuff in, our, in the situation we're in. But we, but we also don't like the situation that we're in. So now it's trying to figure out how do we get out of the situation we're in to get back to... <laughs> either to get back to where we were or to be better than where we were. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But that's just like, as a dude, that just seems like chemistry. And I'm over here just trying to take like regular science and stuff. Like, <laughs> you just said it's like, it's like chemistry. <laughs> like, I was like, Welcome just to like, the female mind. That's like, that's like algebra. And I'm over here taking math 101. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I don't, like, we don't, we don't know that. Like, okay, so Steph, we over here like, hey, I'm going to just let you know, girl, I like you. <laughs> Steph, that's it. That's wait, it. If I don't like it, I'm going to get another girl's opinion real quick. Because, <laughs> I can't be alone. So today we have Steph, who's our producer today. Steph, yeah. do you have an opinion on the jealousy factor? Even though I know you haven't seen this episode yet, but in the sense of female jealousy. Can you give me a quick one so, sentence rundown of what's happening? So quick. We have Ricky and Nini. They were they dated in the past. Yes. Now they're not dating anymore. Nini has said it's over. She wants to focus on herself. Ricky is over here showing attention to another girl. Does Nini have any, like, audacity or whatever to be mad or jelly, Je- jelly, jelly. <laughs> jealous. Friends with the girl. Um, they frenemies. Frenemies yeah, is like, the best. I will say, Shay, it's not just women who um, get in our feelings. Men, True. I think, more so do. But I do just think like- <laughs> she doesn't have a right to actually be mad, but she definitely has a right to be annoyed and talk to him about it and see like if there's something that he can if they can like figure out something because obviously she's not over it but she can't get mad and she can't like stop stop his game like he needs to be it's a free game yeah right he's single i feel that i appreciate you yeah i mean at the end of the day they just need to talk because and they keep not talking that's what pisses me off yes communication is the key boys and girls that's all they need (laughs) that's all they need is a little communication but Kind of talking about, we kind of talked about how Nini thinks there is a relationship or something between um, Ricky and Gina. Mm-hmm. Do you think there is something? Because we see we see Gina come to his house, kind of um, talk to him about his mom, but like also bring him a hat, make him a hat, and kind of do some things. Do you think is there a relation, uh, romantic things going on, or is that just being friends? Okay, so. When it comes to Ricky, I think that it is just being friends on Gina's side. However, I do believe she wants there to be a more romantic ship happening within their relationship because I think they're cute. Don't get me wrong. I think what the, if they did get romantic, I won't be upset about it only because I have my own end game in mind of what's actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm okay with the journey because you're in high school. Like you're going to date other people most likely. Yeah. So, cool. Go about your life. However, in this sense, I think that Gina has more feelings towards Ricky than Ricky is dealing with for her. Because he has his, he's still dealing with his own home emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. He, like, as much as he thinks he's ready for it, he's not ready. Just yeah. like his dad's not ready. Yeah. I'm, ain't that the truth. I was going to say, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to get to his dad, but I agree with you on that. He's not ready for a relationship. He's giving Gina the attention because, one, he cares about her as a friend. Mm-hmm. And, two, he connects with her because of the stuff that's going in. 
But when you're going through stuff like that, and just guys in general, if you know that someone's giving you attention, people in general, if you know someone's giving you attention, you like it. You kind of enjoy it or whatever. doesn't mean that it's it's like you like her or she likes you or that kind of stuff. But, yeah, so, like, when I saw him, like, texting her, I was like, I didn't jump straight to, oh, their relationship. He just cares. Are you moving? Are you okay? What's going on with your mom? And that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So it was cool to see. But um, how'd you feel? You see, later in the episode that Gina and Nini kind of have a, like, um, a talk, kind of making friends, kind of finding uh, common ground or something like that. What do you think about that? <laughs> you said right <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm that. like, did you did you find common ground or did they just be cordial about it? That's why I was kind of confused. What do you think about it? Was it was a little bit of both. Yeah. In girl speak, I, it was just like seriously, it was a little bit of both of them, like actually seeing each other in a sense for the first time outside of school, mm-hmm. being around the other theater dorks that we know that they're termed in the series, they're theater dorks, and that's like awesome because. Yeah. Nobody understands you more than a theater door can. Like you're like you're on this whole other same wavelength, and it feels mm-hmm. amazing. So for them to be like, oh, I'm just I came for root beer, like having an actual moment, and them to say, you know what, let's just bury it. Like like even Nini's like, I'm not gonna let you finish it. I understand. We're good. Like mm-hmm. how about you stay over for the some sleepover, and let's see what happens. I think that was cool. I thought it was like a cool little olive branch to kind of end that conversation. To launch them to wherever they could grow as friends. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, yeah, we're having a sleepover. All the girls are doing it. Just, you're just one of the girls, Gina, with us. So I thought right. that was cool. And we kind of see, speaking more on Gina, we kind of see her loving that attention. Because she's talked about it in so many different episodes a little bit at a time. She's never had this many friends. She's never had these type of relationships with people. She's never been in this in the city that long to grow those relationships. Yeah. How'd you feel about one her having her starting those relationships, and then two getting that news from her mom? On the part of her having friends, I liked it because for me, it seems like we are actually seeing who Gina is as a person, mm-hmm. and this episode particularly made me like her as a person, like as a genuine character, as a person. I'm like, okay, I can actually see. What you're about a little bit, I'm actually liking what I see once you let the guard and the walls down. Like, thank God. Like, mm-hmm. the walls are down. So I can actually, I can see you now. And that was such a great thing, uh, what I loved about this episode. And I, even what just Thanksgiving represents anyway, about being mm-hmm. grateful for what you have and the people you surround yourself with. So it was nice to see in that moment when it comes to her mom and the news she, out of it. She handled it a lot better than me. Because it wouldn't have been just a, mom, really? Wait, no, mm-hmm. we just moved here. It would have been a whole conversation I don't care how understanding I am. Like, I actually just genuinely just made friends. I got invited to my first sleepover ever. Though this is a big deal for me. And I get it, like, she doesn't want to make it hard on her mom because she knows it'll be hard on her mom when it's hard on her. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was sacrifice they're making for each other, which was just heartbreaking to see because even her mom comforted her at the end. Like, she understands how hard it is. Mm-hmm. But, man, like... I wanted Gina to fight a little bit. Like I'm really, I really truly want her to see her fight. How about you? See, I I want to see her fight as well. I didn't even think I didn't even think about her like fighting until now that you said that. I just felt bad for her. Um, her character. You see her like wanting to make friends with all these people. Well, starting to open up and then wanting to make friends with all these people and being involved and being asked to go to sleepover and how she felt about it and then like. Taking a taking a selfie with the squad and everything like she never had friends like this so it was so great to see, and especially for me I'm a big fan of Sophia Wiley who's the actress that plays that um, plays Gina, 
in her in her old show that I kind of referenced to um, Andy Mack, yeah. her mom was in the military, so she had a she had to kind of go through things with that as well with that storyline, and now with her mom having to deal with um, FEMA. FEMA and having to move around and doing that kind of stuff, which is both real life things. These happen. Kids move around a lot. Kids either have parents that are in the military or kids move around for other reasons. So to see her as an actress deal with both those things, it was really cool to see because it shows the levels that she has as an actress from the dancing to the singing to the levels as um, being dramatic and everything. So it was great to see. When it goes into seeing her mom, it was it was just hard. Like you said, her mom knows what she's dealing with. She, I mean, at the end of the day, she has to move too. She has to move too. But you know, if you're the only parent and you're and she's the only kid, you got to move her. How many times can you move in middle school, in high school, and middle school and stuff? That's hard. So it was really, it was really hard to see. And we can only hope that that they move back or they don't move at all. Yeah. So I don't know. We will see. But we got to move on. There are a lot more other people in this episode. We have um, Big Red and Ashlyn. We we kind of called that. What'd yeah, you we called Wait, that. I was just say, I'm happy it happened. Big Red's my guy. We talked about that. How do you feel about um, that whole situation? I thought it was so cute. I think them together are very adorable, like adorable in this mm-hmm. sense. Because I feel like they understand each other in yep. a way like they didn't expect. But they like the same wavelength they seem to be on or how just like comfortable, I should say, they were with each other from jump. Even though they, I don't think they've actually spent time together, mm-hmm. like just the two of them, before, and like to, it seems so natural. I'm like, yeah, Big Red, get you, get you out of your woman today. Yeah, I was like, it just, it was like, it's about time because they're both like the same type of energy. They're both kind of quirky, kind of funny, kind of awkward. They have their own quirks or whatever. And we found out more about Ash in this episode too, so exactly. which I thought was nice. Like, okay, she's in the robot. Hold on, oh, she's a boss. She's robotics a boss. Club, <laughs> the baking club, the Renaissance yes. queen. Yes, yeah, so she was balling. She's like, um. I got a lot of things. I got, like, what do you mean? I got jobs, plural, <laughs> a plethora. No, no, it was it was dope to see. And we love, I love seeing more of Ashland. So want to see more of that. And then we got Miss Jen and Mazzaro and Mr. Mazzaro. What's going on with there? I think it's a relationship building because you see a little chemistry, very hesitant, but you see a little chemistry. What do you think? No. <laughs> no. Just like, just, no. I mean, I think it'll be a nice friendship, but like, I'm definitely going for Miss Jen and Mike right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she's definitely the person he needs. And she'll definitely never make his life boring. And because uh, he's very more mellow and calm about life, like, she would spice it up. I think that would be a perfect couple together. So, Mr. Mazar can find somebody else, but Miss Jen and Mike are my couple, okay? <laughs> I got you. I'm going with Miss Jen and Mazar. Whatever. <laughs> that is going to be my couple. You just but, have to be different. Like. <laughs> exactly. We'll see. People in the comments, let us know what you guys think. Do you think it's going to be Miss Jen and Mr. Mazaro, Miss Jen and Mike, Miss Jen by herself? Let's go. It- well, I mean, we got, you know, awesome people in the chat today. We got mm-hmm. External Shockwave. We got The Real Talk with CeeLos, <laughs> <laughs> Amaya Baker, and Jazzy Jones, and Mr. Movie Star King Ghostface 167's in the chat. That's what's up. That's what's so up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and mm-hmm. joining us on this lovely Sunday evening. Yes. You guys literally make us the ESPN TV talk with us through the comments, through the chats. You guys literally are the best, and we love it. Please keep interacting with us. And, you know, just like, comment, subscribe, and give us five stars if you're listening to us on iTunes. But we got to talk about the next episode now. Yes. We have tech rehearsal. It's coming down to the last couple weeks. Uh, uh, last couple. Um, the last week, actually. Yeah, last tech, week. Tech of, rehearsal is one week yeah. of rehearsing. Last week of rehearsing. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, the set is destroyed. The fire 
there was so much chemistry between Mazzaro no. and Miss Jen. It lit up the whole theater. Oh, it lit up the whole theater. Was the it whole just theater. The, or just, was <laughs> there, just was, the there were so many sparks in there. It was like, boom, boom. Yeah, the yeah, whole theater went down. they were both asleep. And the sparks just happened to fly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there though? was a lot of sparks flying. But we see that there's there's a, a great friendship that I did not see coming out of love. is EJ and Carlos. I kind of want to talk about a little bit of that and what they were going through. Ricky and Nini, they're, they're kind of connecting again talking about the history that they had to, i didn't realize that it went back that far yeah. so it's kind of cool to see they are acting legit their characters basically yeah. it seems and we got courtney destroying the stage shutting it down we got miss jen having a daydream with lucas gabriel um we got um an og cast member coming back that that was nice there's so much to talk about we let's just let's just jump in what do you think about this episode Overall, this episode was amazing, of course, because you like I love Lucas as a person. I think mm-hmm. he's amazing, and he's just so genuine about life. That's what I love about him. In this episode, I love the song because it's so funny. You're like you're, you're you keep referencing Wicked and like all my favorite musical theater, mm-hmm. and I am living for these moments because sometimes in life you have to just figure out what your role of it is and then just go for it, no matter like what the what, what you're dealing with. Go towards it instead of trying to run away or let your fear like ruin everything for you. Yeah. So I love. I think as a as a whole of what the episode's supposed to be about, I love that. I thought it was really cool, and I I loved how they kind of used Miss Jen as the one that was the insecure one because like everybody in the theater they look up to her. She's like the rock for everybody because yeah. she's a teacher. It was kind of cool to like even people's rock have insecurities and we see that and we see it exposed and it makes her normal just like everybody else and we see Lucas in there so that was cool to see and yeah this episode as a whole was great I thought it was so fun I thought it was uh, fresh it was great to have um, Lucas back but um, I kind of want to talk about EJ and Carlos real quick about how they what I put down was the the friendship that I never knew we needed because (laughs) because we see we see um, EJ talking to Carlos about um, holding the the notes or whatever the theater notes and we know EJ guy can never do anything right he always gets himself (laughs) in the wrong situations were you surprised about him taking the notes and seeing what's happened no like not at all once you tell EJ something you're just like okay so sorry instead of choosing the right way you just choose the, <laughs> you know the the wobbly road on the left okay yes. cool it's like oh so you see the right way anything else just any <laughs> right? like anything there, could be, there could actually could be a road that was like red and said this is the right way yep. he will take every single last road that was not the red one mm. but what road did you think he took when he was doing that emotional performance with Carlos. I actually liked it funny enough like the, like the first part when I saw it I was like okay so you, you can show emotion cool that was mm-hmm. actually for some reason it looked real in the sense where it was just like dang okay I can actually see you be trying for a second however then it just like the crying and mm-hmm. just like, like why do you take things too far? Like, I think that's, my, that's like my question for EJ. <laughs> for everything I told you, just why? <laughs> like, and the funny thing is, I saw. I think I saw the stills before I saw the episode on Twitter or like online or whatever, mm-hmm. and I saw Carlos's reaction, just like, and then for the people in the man, it's like, 
what? It just, that's me saying, why? Why you, Why did you choose to pick me? Why are you touching my face? Why are you crying right now? Dog, this is tech rehearsal. This is high school musical. <laughs> Nobody cried you see, high school musical, maybe. He got, he got, uh, Carlos got his whole script right here, reading word for word, and you're over here just like crying your eyes out, touching them and stuff. I'm like, dog. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Right, this is, like, Carlos is reading as if you're in an audition. Like, his, like, seriously, like, that legit is how an audition really is yeah. sometimes. The reader is giving you nothing. Mm-hmm. So all you and you have to basically, in a way, do it. I think that maybe the, could be the symmetry of it all. Mm-hmm. EJ is doing what you would normally do if you're actually doing an audition with a reader who's giving you nothing. So you have to go a little bit even further because you're trying to get a reaction. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not getting anything. <laughs> like you're getting, you're facing a wall, but you're trying to get the wall to be like the smile flowers or something. <laughs> and rainbows and unicorns. And yeah. I think that could be the symmetry of that entire scene because it makes so much sense. But EJ, why? Yeah, just a lot. And and throughout the episode, you see them kind of talk again, um, talking about how they how he got the notes, why he shouldn't have take, taken the notes. And then he brings it back like, oh, he apologizes to Carlos, and they kind of apologize to themselves. That's when I thought it was like the friendship building, because they kind of see eye to eye, because you usually don't, those are like two different, um, what would you call them, groups? Groups. Yeah, stereotypes. You, yeah, stereotypes are groups you would see in high school, and especially with this show being based on high school, you're kind of surprised to see those two groups. So that was, I was happy to see that, and I hope there is a budding friendship between those two guys. So um, next we got Ricky and Nene. They're both going through their own type of situations in this tech rehearsal. Um, Nene is going through her own stuff. like She's ready for it, but then somewhat is not. And then um, also we got Ricky just going through a lot how do you how do you feel about ricky um do you think that ricky has feelings with gina i kind of threw that in there because gina is around because you see her like texting a lot you oh, see him, him texting her yeah. yeah you see him texting her a lot um i no i still okay. i don't think it's like romantic i think he, yeah. he's concerned as a he's concerned as a friend gotcha. that's where like i stay yeah because well, I, I, mean, I only ask that because when they when they go off and it's just their two scenes and I'm talking about Ricky and Nini, you see him texting her a little bit and kind of being distracted. So yeah, that's why I wanted to preface yeah. that question. But um, no, I, I totally understand. That's that's kind of where I feel it as well. It's kind of just a kind of looking out for a friend, wondering if you're still alright and everything. Were you surprised that um they got to almost kissing this? Oh, I was in this so episode. Ha- I and was so oh, yeah, how like- did you feel? Because this is your this is your ship. So. <laughs> That almost that almost started again. I was like, I was just like, Vic Ray, you couldn't just send a text. You ain't <laughs> but like a couple floors away. You could have just texted me, okay, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that is my mind. That's what I was thinking. However, I can see why it's not so good for them to be in a relationship yet. Mm-hmm. But I do like that. Like we got you know information about how they were in kindergarten together. Actually, how her actual name is Nina, mm-hmm. and he couldn't say it as a kid, so that's why her name is Nee. Like we everybody calls her Nini. Mm-hmm. Like that was really cool information, and his actual name was Richard. <laughs> and I love she's like nobody under fifty should be named Richard. Okay, and she just changed his name, and that's why everybody is. I mean, like you said, it's cool to see that everybody's using their nicknames that they created for each other, and they're what. 15 years older 15, now. 16, I think. Well, yeah. 15 or 16 now. So that's that's cool. Um, yeah, jumping. That, there was so much to talk about with them. But she also um, lets Ricky know. Nini lets Ricky know that she... Did she apply she for the... To she apply. wanted to apply for the she, art... I don't think she the, applied um, performance yet. school. And what do you think about that? Because I don't like this situation. Why? No, I, I want to hear your... I want to hear your... <laughs> I'm going to just preface it at that and then let you... I want to hear your opinion. For about, why, about for the whole the youth, school, the whole school, not about like her telling Ricky. I think 
I'm glad she. I think she should do it for more for college, more than just switching schools before your senior before your senior year to go into this because you're still you'll be almost in a way like Gina. Mm-hmm. You'll be trying to prove yourself on your last year for no reason. Yeah. If you're gonna do it, go do it in college when you're a freshman, so you can work your work your way up the way you're supposed to. Like I love the ambition, and I think it it could be great for her because I think she would really thrive there. Mm-hmm. But I think thrive where you at. If you like, don't. Don't choose another shore just yet, sweetie. Just stay on the shore you're on because there's still a lot to fight right here. There's still a lot yeah. more gold that won't disappoint you if you stay. The thing that bothered me about this whole situation was she wasn't running towards anything. This whole it was time, running away. It was running away. And she tried to use this, this is me finding myself, this is me being my new me and everything. No. Being your new you, you could do that wherever. You're running away. You're trying to avoid situations or people. You're not being the new you. You're being the same person, just avoiding the situations. So I, I was not here for it. I am not here for it. And I want to hear your opinions on how do you think um, Ricky took it and Courtney, how do you think they took it? I mean, Ricky was happy for her until he found out it was going to be in Denver. He's like, yeah. oh, um, Dang, why are everybody trying to leave me? I, I, know. I think that was his inner monologue. Though, I know, because like, it's like, oh, so you, Gina, my, my mom, mom. And my mom got a new man. I know. That I ain't met yet. Name Todd. I'm glad you even knew his name. I just said homeboy that my dad, that my mom's <laughs> dating, because he ain't getting the name. He ain't getting the name. In my mind, it's like, first of all, how long have you guys been together, Todd? To, like, answer, the, to answer the phone? And she in the shower? What are you doing with my mama? Uh, I'm fighting somebody. I'm fighting somebody. <laughs> We're jumping around a little bit too. I mean, on this one, but to, the fact that he asked Gina, "Should I text my mom?" There would been, there's some bleep bleep bleep. No, <laughs> some man's gonna answer the phone while you in the shower. Kick rocks. You, oh my no! I, I like, I'm, I'm fighting that man who answered the phone. I'm on Nini's side when she like, just talk to your mom, like actually talk to her because you're so angry and you're yeah. and you're dealing with some anger that you're. Granted, I kind of deserve a little bit of it, <laughs> but not all of it. Oh, without a doubt. And she's getting the full force right now because for no, I'm, like, cause for I'm no hot. For reason. Because homeboy from the corner over here answering the phone from while you're in, in front. I said corner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> from the corner over here answering all the, the phone and stuff. But that is what it is. Hopefully, we'll meet um, homeboy soon and see if you he dies. You don't call his name. I'm not going to. He's homeboy right now or whatever. But no, we were talking about Courtney a little bit, and we we see her um, not only dealing with Gina, but she or Nina Nini, she kind of finds her own voice, yeah. which we already knew she had. We saw we've seen her sing in other episodes, but she kind of takes center stage in this sense, and everybody takes notice. What do you think about that? I loved it. First of all, the quote: "This voice is for church." <laughs> that was beautiful. That was great. <laughs> That's legit. Every black person who ever go, like goes to church to sing specifically for church, like yep. that's what legit almost reminded me of Sister Act Two in that sense. Because she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, baby, this is for church. Like, this is all I do. I sing for the, I sing for the Lord." Yep. But when you see her singing on stage, just like, "Baby, baby, you like you at home here? Like something's mm-hmm. happening and changing when I'm singing with you right now." It's like the Lord wants you to sing for everybody, right? Like He wants your voice to go far and wide. Let mm-hmm. everybody hear you today. Like it, she is saying so. Beautifully, I, what I love though was Seb coming over to her, like not like he's like not to say you, you don't deserve to like be like just you know be that person, but you really make me look beautiful. <laughs> like you make everyone look beautiful, but you made me feel like like who I want to be yeah. when I get out of this high school, basically in a, in a sense. I f- not to like drag too much on that, I didn't like the approach of what he said. Okay, because he was like, "You're not gonna like leave and sing, right?" But she's good and she wants to sing. Don't like tell her 
to not do something just because she's good at one thing. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and he tried to correct himself. Yeah, he kind of corrected himself. I was like, she kind of was like, nah, Sabi, I'm going to do it all. I'm a boss. I'm a- <laughs> like, what you know? She's, she's like, like, I know that too. She's like, thank you. I know, Sebi. What you mean? <laughs> no, nah, so I loved her response, but just the approach I didn't like on that. I knew he didn't mean it out of anything like malicious because he wanted to find himself in the, and not find himself, but uh, he loved the makeup that she was doing for him. Yeah. And she he wants that as well. But she's more than just a makeup. So yeah. it was cool to see. Um, but yeah, we kind of talked about the jump um, about Lucas being back. And we kind of see the dream sequence. Just, what do you think about that song and having him back? And do you think there's going to be more cameos in this season or just next season? Because we do have a season two guaranteed. I'm hoping season two we definitely get some more cameos. Like, I definitely need some Corbin. Like, actually mm-hmm. not interviewing them this time, but actually being in an episode. I need to um, see at least Vanessa. <laughs> Because I just love Vanessa. Yep. I need to see, definitely Ashley needs to have a Sharpay moment just because we need it in our lives. Yeah. I uh, thought the, the role of Lifetime is an amazingly great lyric. Lyrically, it's just so funny, but it also makes you think. Like, you're like you listen to it, you're just like, this is a good song, but then you're like, okay, let me take a second and listen to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm here for that. Okay. And just like, you know, in a way, finding yourself in the song, I think... That's what the meaning for it behind, it, at least to me, mm-hmm. my meaning that I took away from it was that find like what you're doing is amazing. Like you're actually doing something greater than you would have thought. Like you maybe, I mean, you can still act, you can do what you want, but so many people still act and still direct and still put pave pave the way mm-hmm. for others. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I took away. I was like, you could still make a difference without being center stage. You yes. can make a difference by teaching and having these kids grow and being the best they can be. And they're just examples of your work. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was cool. And it was great to see. It's great to have him back. But, yeah, so next we have um, our special segment, you know, the one that we always dance to, the Wildcat Corner. So, um, <laughs> let's get into that one. So, for the Wildcat Corner, you want to uh, throw it off and just break it down? Uh-oh, here it is. We're going to start dancing real quick. Here's a dance break. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why he does that every time, though. It makes no sense in life. Hey, all I'm saying is you're like in a, you're like in a car dancing right here. I'm in sit it down. I'm sat down right here. You only got so much movement, but I'm over here dancing. So tell me who your Wildcat Corner is. Well, okay. So for today's Wildcat Corner, if you're just joining us and you don't know how it works, we're going to give you our MVP of the episode. And since we have two, we're going to give you our MVP for episode seven and episode eight. So, Jeff. Who is your MVP for episode seven and then episode eight? My episode seven MVP got to go to my boy, Big Red. You already know. (laughs) He's the smoothest in the game. He is the smoothest in the game. In this episode specifically, he he finally like speaks up to Ash and kind of flirts with her a little bit in his own way. And I just love the interaction. He's, I mean, not only is he always a great friend to Ricky, but he's also a good friend to um, Ashlyn. He, like, kind of shows her that you don't need um, a extra spotlight. You don't need anybody to help you. You are your own spotlight. And if anything, we should put a bigger spotlight on you. So I love those lines, and I love the little interaction between them. For episode eight, though, Courtney. I love how she stepped in the in the limelight. She was ready for it, center stage. And it looks great on you, sis. Go keep doing it. So those are my two MVPs for this one. What okay. about you? My MVP for seven is Ashlyn. Because she, yeah. in a way she reminds me of when I was in high school trying to figure out what like if do I have a spotlight or should I just, you know, fade to the background, but like actually having someone tell me those things and I'm actually starting to believe in my own worth. It was just a moment. I just appreciated it for what it was. It was just a true, honest moment in the scene and I loved it. Episode eight. 
Oh, so many good ones. I legit want to say Lucas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's my MVP for this one because he's an OG cast member. And come on, especially if you have a lyric just saying, and I played Ryan. <laughs> you have to give it up to the man. Like, yes, you played Ryan. It's like, no one will ever forget what you played mm-hmm. ever nah. in history. Nah, he's a man. It was great having him back. It was great having these these two episodes to have over the winter break. And we just had to break both of them down. So we want to thank you guys for joining us because that is going to do that is going to do it for these two episodes. We will be back on Tuesday at our original time talking episode nine. Can't wait to see what's going on in the first half of the finale. Pretty much, I've been told this is a two part finale. Okay. So I can't wait to see how the show goes and where it will be held. But until then, guys, where can they find you, Shay? You guys can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram, Disney News Weekly on Popcorn Talk, and I have my Disney Christmas show on the AfterBuzz TV Christmas channel. Yeah, and you guys can follow me here. We're talking everything High School Musical and The Flash every Tuesdays. And if you can't find me there, just follow me at Jeff Will Jr. on all your social media platforms. That'll do it for us today. You guys have a great one. Bye, Peace. guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 